Hey guys, welcome back to Girlmates Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. Happy New Year. We're starting off the new year with a brand new episode. How fun. So fun. We had a lot of work to do over the Christmas break, but it was fun work, I would say. Yeah. That we gave ourselves. We watched The Mandalorian, which uh, finished up its first season this last week. Um, And then we also watched the second season of, quote, You, unquote, (laughs) Um, on Netflix. So we're excited to discuss. We may or may not have a lot to say or not a lot to say. That was counterproductive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it will be definitely interesting because last year we had a lot to say about you. Yes. But the season was so different. Yes. So it'll, it'll, yeah, stay tuned to see if it'll be interesting (laughs) or not. (laughs) So for our top three, we thought it would be fun to talk about the three things we're looking most forward to in 2020. As far as TV goes. Mm-hmm. So, what's something you're looking forward to in 2020, Jordan? My number three, I said Lizzie McGuire on Disney+. Plus. I have that one, too. It's, I mean, like, it's one that I'm kind of nervous about. But Disney+, Plus hasn't really been letting us down. I know, that's, like, exactly my thinking. That the quality has been good. Yeah. Of Disney Plus originals. I'm kind of shocked. Yeah, me too. I really am, especially because it's like there was so much hype mm-hmm. and I feel like things have been living up to the hype. So, yeah, it's one that I'm like the most intrigued by and uh, cautiously optimistic, you know? Yes, I agree. Well, same, same. Is that your number three too? Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so I'll just jump into my number two. Please do. Little Fires Everywhere is being, it's a book that's being turned into a movie by Reese Witherspoon and Carrie Washington. And that's on Hulu, right? Yes, it's a Hulu original. I never read the book, but of my friends who have read the book really, really, really like the book. Yeah, and, I've never read that book either. Yeah. And I'm just intrigued to see kind of what they do. I love Carrie Washington. Haven't seen her in anything or doing anything for a while, so I'm excited to see it. Yeah, that's, I mean, you, those are two powerhouse yeah. peeps. Mm-hmm. Great answer. My number two. Oh, and that comes out on March 18th. So oh, kind of soon. that's very soon. Yeah. I feel like it feels like so many things are far away. Yeah. But they're really not. No, that's soon. Um, so my number two is Impeachment American Crime Story. Oh, yeah. Which, I forgot about that already. Yeah, I did too. And I have, I've thought that both American Crime Story seasons so far have been great. Yeah. And very... Um, really interesting depictions of what, of real stories. Mm -hmm. And this is, um, yeah, you know, just like, this is a crazy story from when we were kids in the news cycle Mm -hmm. and we've already discussed the great cast. Yes. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited about that too. Thanks for reminding me. You're welcome. Um, my number one is the final season of Schitt's Creek. I finished catching up to on Schitt's Creek over the Christmas break. Good job. Thank you. That is a, that is Thank such you. a good accomplishment. Um I really 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 liked the last season, season 5. And so I'm just really excited to see where 
they go in season six, and I'm already sad that it's almost over. I really feel like it's it's going to be a tearjerker. Yeah, I think so, too. It's just, it's already such, like, a sweet, tender show. Yes. With, like, these warm characters, and... Yeah, they feel like so my fun. friends now. Yeah, really, though. Excited and sad. Yeah. Happy and sad at the same time. Same. Okay, my number one thing I'm looking forward to is Zoe Kravitz's show High Fidelity. Mm, yes. On Hulu. Um, I, think, I saw that they released a trailer for it, and I have it bookmarked, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it, the, the the trailer is good. Okay. And it looks I'll like it'll it. be really snarky and funny. And the movie with John Cusack, mm-hmm. I've started a couple times, like when I saw it was on TV or something, mm-hmm. and I couldn't ever really get into it. And I'm excited to see it from a woman's perspective. Yes. So... Because it's just kind of like a guy complaining about his old girlfriends. Mm -hmm. And I would much rather see a girl, especially Zoe Kravitz, complaining about old boyfriends. Totally. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. And that one is, like, I think it drops either on Valentine's Day or Valentine's Week or something. Oh, perfect. Very soon. So, also soon. Wow. I love instant gratification. I love instant gratification. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, speaking of looking forward into the new year... What TV news do you have for us today, Jordan? Well, the first one that I... And I this is coming from, like, for the first time when I was home for Christmas, I was, like, watching actual commercials on TV. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever really do that anymore. Yeah, same. It was, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas was the first time. Yeah, ditto. And so it was really weird. And one thing I saw a commercial for was this Hulu show called Devs starring Nick Offerman and Sonoya Mizuno, who is the cool girl from... Uh, maniac oh yeah the scientist girl Mm -hmm. so that's already weird that those two are in a show together yeah and it was like they were teasers that told you nothing about it except showed their names and it was like clearly very sci-fi interesting so i'm just gonna kind of keep an eye out for more things about that show but i had never heard of it yeah one thing that was announced literally right after we finished recording our episode last week was that and this is another Quibby news. Quibby. We should have its own corner for that. <laughs> Quibby corner. <laughs> um, but they are bringing back Legends of the Hidden Temple. But I think it's with adults. Oh my gosh. So I'm very excited about that. What if it would be former contestants? <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Relive the proudest moment of your life. Or the saddest moment of your life if you couldn't get that monkey statue together, you know? Mm-hmm. The only other one I have is, and this is basically just for me. But um, it was announced today that The Bling Ring is going to be coming to Netflix next month. And I'm so excited because I've never been able to watch it. It's so good. So I'm very excited to watch it. Did you hear that Chrissy Teigen is uh, doing a French fries documentary? Yes, I had that one bookmarked, but I didn't know which if it was going to be on like a television or streaming service. So oh, I, is it just normal, not streaming? I don't know. And so I was like, am I allowed to talk about this or no? <sighs> she but- should know that it needs to be streaming. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. The, sorry. I got really excited because in the article I clicked on, um, it talks about how she's on Quibi for Chrissy's court. Oh, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. But I was like, no way. This is on Quibi too. But no, it's her her courtroom show, which I'm also very excited about. Same. Yeah. So this might just be like an actual movie movie. Yeah. I don't know. Well. I'm excited about it either way. Yeah. French and- fries and... We and love French fries here at Girl Meets yeah. Show, and we love Chrissy. Can't go wrong. Chrissy has major like TV energy, so I feel like we can talk about that. Yeah, news that's true. Her. 
finally, saving this one for last since it ties right into what we're talking about, after the Mandalorian finale aired, they announced that season two of The Mandalorian is going to be dropping fall 2020. Wow, so soon. I know, it's a lot sooner than I was expecting. Yeah. So, that's great news. That is wonderful news. Now that we're Fandalorians. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I love that. Well, I mean, spoiler alert, I guess we'll just (laughs) jump right in and say it. We loved The Mandalorian. It was so good. I was... Honestly, I don't know why I was surprised that I liked it, because I do like Star Wars stuff, but yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed it. It was just, like, very well made. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. And it was funny because I was trying to think if I would have fit it into my best of 2019s anywhere. Mm-hmm. I still think I would stick with my choices. Yeah. But it would have added to my uh, really difficult debates. Yes. I think. Because I definitely say it's in, like the top tier of new shows that came out this year. I agree. Something that I really enjoyed about it is that in Star Wars, there's always so many characters to follow, so we never really get to see, like, a full character development, I feel like. Very true. Um, I mean, you do, but very, you follow, like, two or three, really. Yeah, and it's over the course of, like, three different movies over, like, years and years. Yes. And this, it was basically one main character you're following and just like sub characters and i enjoyed that i thought it was a fun slower pace of a star wars slower pace of a star wars <laughs> um no that's really true and that's why when i so i started watching the first two when they dropped and it was like hard for me to not zone out because those first two really are like slower and you kind of have to, like, work for it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And then I ended up just binging it once they all the rest of the episodes had dropped. Mm-hmm. And I actually really enjoyed binging it. Yeah, I did too. I watched the entire series in one night. <laughs> and, like, the episodes are shorter than you might think. Mm-hmm. Most of them are, like, 35 to 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, And binging it was, like... Because some shows, like, you get really burned out. And this one is... um. To me, like, the action was well spread out, like, with, between those episodes mm-hmm. that I I just felt like the pacing was great. Yeah. Great show to binge. Yeah, I agree. Um, something else that's fun is that there's a lot of quirky, fun cameos. Yeah. Like, that... some really surprising ones. Yes. I don't want to spoil it in case you want to be surprised. Yeah. I think you should be surprised by them. Because they are a joy. Yeah, they are. Um, There's a couple Game of Thrones ones in there, and then some randoms. It's great. Like, people that you would never even expect to be in the same show as the next cameo. Yes. If that makes sense? Yes. Agreed. It was fun. And we have to talk about Baby Yoda. I was surprised at... A, I didn't think that he was really going to... Baby Yoda was going to be such a main... Like part of the show i was thinking i don't know why i only saw the memes and i thought it was just like a quick baby yoda scene or something and the nature of this show where the mandalorian's like meeting a character and then you never see them again the rest of the season Mm -hmm. kind of expected baby yoda to be like that yeah um and i was also worried because i was like well is baby yoda gonna be overhyped for me and honestly it wasn't 
I still felt so passionate about Baby Yoda. I would be nervous when villains started acting like they were going to hurt Baby Yoda. Yeah. It really is. It's like, because everyone knows the feeling of like, okay, this meme is played out. But it, Baby Yoda defies that. Totally. He's so cute. Like, genuinely so adorable. Mm-hmm. Just so tiny. I gasped when he, like, laughed. I was like, Baby Yoda laughs in the show? You know, actually, that was actually one of my one cons about the show, was that I didn't <sighs> like that they used... Like, baby sound effects? The baby sound effects that every single freaking TV show uses. It's the, oh Ever since Arthur. It's actually so obnoxious to me and i thought that baby yoda should probably make a little bit different of sounds like an alien like a baby laugh actual human baby <laughs> like he, i know i agree but it was cute don't get me wrong the laugh Taylor especially was cute, cute things <laughs> but like the cooing just got a little too much for me because it was the same noise over and over again and mm-hmm. it's just but you that hear same like a baby computer game always use everywhere it is weird because i i really do like i it really is the same noise that arthur's little sister baby baby kate would make in arthur the cartoon yeah and that was in the mid 90s uh-huh. mid to late 90s like how have they not updated baby sounds it's weird it's in like the it was in like the noise that my own personal baby doll would make. I just don't get it. And like you have Star Wars and Disney money. Yeah. Like that might be the only like, free baby laugh. Another baby cooing. Imagine you being the voice of the of baby Yoda and then like you're growing up and you're like I was baby Yoda. Yeah. You're robbing a baby of that opportunity. Seriously, of Disney money. It had some fun directors. Um Bryce Dallas Howard uh, directed one of the episodes which yeah. i loved and didn't know that i really liked that episode too yeah, i know I there too. were some that i wish i hadn't read about it almost it would have been fun of surprise yeah uh, yeah obviously it's been well publicized that taika directed the finale yes he did and, and you can tell that he directed it in like, totally the first five minutes although i was really impressed with him that it was very taika reigned in yes because it wasn't like and suddenly it's a silly comedy you know no. like i feel like it was definitely had much more, it had a few like really funny scenes, which the whole show doesn't have comedy in it as much, mm-hmm. but it wasn't so out of place that it like threw you for a loop, you know? Yeah. It was more just like a pleasant surprise, mm-hmm. kind of, like a little brief moment of levity. And because I was wondering if it would be like each director would have a completely different tone per episode. Yeah, no, I thought I thought it flowed really well. Yeah, it blended well while still being very Taika, very, very funny. Yes. I also really did like his uh, voice acting. He had a good droid vo- voice. Yeah, he did. And like there were times where you couldn't even tell it was him, but the other, there were other times where his accent really shone. Yeah, I'm thinking of one part now that was really funny. <laughs> Yeah, I really I really liked it. And it's funny because it's been such a Star Wars week because we both saw Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And um this is just like a totally different Star Wars vibe yes. to me. It feels more classic Star Wars, I think, than the new trilogy. And it's kind of fun to have like all these different Star Wars flavors out there. Yeah. You know? While all still feeling um like on brand for star wars in general agreed but yeah i would highly recommend this me too and i think it's so well done that 
even if you're not a diet, like, I think it sounds, the name and kind of the vibes how it's been hyped, it seems like you might have to be a diehard Star Wars fan to watch it, and you don't. Yeah, no, you don't, and it's standalone, so you, even mm-hmm. if you've never seen any of the movies, I don't really think you would have a problem watching this. No, and it's fun, too, because there are, like, some little inside things, like, Easter eggs, mm-hmm. that, like, because there's a lot of, like, I've never watched um, Star Wars Clone Wars or Star Wars Rebels, those two cartoons. Mm-hmm. And apparently there are things where if you have, you'll notice th- things or like references to other planets or characters or something that like, I, I'm i a pretty big Star Wars fan, but I don't know those things. And so it's like an extra little bonus, but you don't have to know those things to yeah. watch it. It's not like a plot, a necessary plot line or something. No. So it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Fun, quick watch and Baby Yoda. What more could you need? Nothing. Nothing. Well, very sharp turn. (laughs) (laughs) As we now get to discuss the originally made for Lifetime, now made for Netflix TV series, quote you. Unquote. (laughs) You with a capital Y. (laughs) A blood splattered capital Y. Oh, you. Well, what do we have to say? Um, it'll be interesting tr- discussing this without spoiling anything. I th- I think that the second season was a better made season. Agreed. Um, there's some really excellent actors in this season, starting with um, kind Victoria- of the fe- oh, the sorry. female protagonist this year. Yeah, it's Victoria Pedretti. Yes, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Who we know from Haunting of Hill House. She yep. plays the youngest sister. And she was a standout on that show. I think we can even say she plays Bent Neck Lady. Yeah. She's the... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I refer to her most of the time anyway. <laughs> um, she, was a, she was a standout on that show, I think. Especially because like, I had never seen her in anything else ever. And she, to me, added a lot of legitimacy to you, mm-hmm. the show, <laughs> to <laughs> you. Um, and, like, throughout the season, she has a lot to do, and she did a really good job. Like, yeah, she did. She really elevated this season for me. Well, she really hasn't been in anything else other than she was had a small part in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. But then she has, like, two smaller acting credits for, like, some short films, and that's it. It's really crazy. So, like, it's pretty astonishing that, like, she was able to bring the show up so much. Yeah, because she's not, like, a household... Like, they didn't get, like, an A-list person. No. But... I think it's better that they didn't. Agree. Yeah. She was definitely my favorite part. And I think it was made better, but also not just her, but all the other characters were also all a lot better i think they had more interesting storylines agree i think that like almost i think that every other because it's really all almost 100 percent new characters yeah besides besides pen badgley yes who's playing joe and candace right i don't know if that's a spoiler though because of, if you watch the first season you know she comes back. yeah and so there's literally that's two people and sometimes beck in flashbacks yes that's, i don't think that's a spoiler either no but, like, literally everyone else is a new character. And I feel like the acting was way stepped up. But I do think that there are some things that the season one had over season two, 
which is something we kind of discussed about how season one was like a an interesting commentary on the quote-unquote woke guy kind yes. of mm-hmm. which this one it didn't like joe's um inner monologue which we'll need to cover in a second <laughs> his inner monologue was mostly just like critiquing his new environment of la but i don't even really think it was like clever commentary per se no it was just like him kind of complaining mm-hmm. and um i mean there were some like bent neck ladies friends but like like how he's like commenting on how like kind of hippy dippy they are or whatever yeah. but like it wasn't really like clever commentary no it was more so i feel like, like move the storyline at all no and i liked kind of the hypocritical nature of that in the first season it was like kind of like him yeah, like it thinking was like he's like provoking. Like when he's like, I'll never forget the line when he's like, sometimes it's like I'm the only feminist, or like all, <laughs> the, and he's like I'm a woman murderer. Like yeah. he's disgusting. So something like that was interest, like a really interesting aspect of the first season, and this season just didn't really have something like that. No, it was like he was either trash talking L.A., which wasn't that interesting to me, or. Kind of talking about how he is, like, better now and, like, trying to be better. But he never really even explained in, like, what ways he was trying to be better or, like, what he was trying to improve. Yeah. Um, I just felt like his uh, self-narration was just too much. There was way too much of it. And oh, my gosh. It made it kind of made it a little bit hard for me to watch because I got so annoyed of his beautiful voice. Yeah, I completely agree. And I couldn't even remember if it was, like, this bad in the first season. Yeah, I couldn't either. But there's literally no escape from it. No. Like, there's no times, unless he's not in the scene, Mm -hmm. which he rarely is not in the scene, there's no break between him actually speaking and his thoughts. No. And it's just too much. at the same time. Yeah. Like, it it takes away, I think... it, like, robs him of the opportunity to actually act. Yes. Because, like, he's just standing there while his own thought, like, his voiceover is going. It's just weird. And that's, like, a really great point. It's also interesting that they don't take the opportunity to have more of a commentary because there could be with really interesting, um, like, kind of Me Too uh, parallels to real things with comedians in real in real life. Yeah. And I don't feel like he... There could, they just, like, kind of had it there, and I don't feel like there was, like, a lot of commentary made. Agreed. Yeah, I don't know. Overall, it was entertaining. Yeah, it was, like, a fun, fun watch. It's still pretty twisty. It was, well, I think from my, maybe I don't remember the first season that well, but I felt like it was much more violent at some parts. Oh, yeah. Like, early on in the season. part of, like, a human being ground up like ground beef. Yeah, and, it's and very it was graphic. horrific. <laughs> so, it, it warning. Was crazy. And, yeah, there's... But, and I feel like it got less violent as it went on, which is kind of weird. Yeah. But, like, towards the beginning, there's, like, two very shocking moments where I was like, wait, they didn't even cut away for okay. that. It was very crazy. Yeah, I feel like it. it's weird because I feel like the quality improved, but I feel like... It became a less interesting show in the second season, if that makes sense. Yeah. I Not interesting in, like, in content, but I think what was interesting about the first season was the like woke guy commentary. Agreed. 
Because for me, I was just about to make this point, but I was like, that kind of counteracts what you're saying. But yes, I agree with the interesting being, like, housed in the commentary. Yeah. But something I liked in this one, in season two, was I felt like it was a lot less predictable. Because there were a lot of different storylines. And um, in season one, I think it was pretty obvious that, like, he will just kill anyone who will get in his way of getting back. And in this one, it was kind of like, you never know who he's going to kill or who he's not going to kill. Yeah. There's always, like, a question mark. Yeah, no, I do agree with that. Because the first one, I mean, I will, I do think that it has the, uh, the predictability thing. It was, Mm -hmm. like, very lifetime-y. Yes. And a lot of points in the seer in the season yeah and there were more parts where there would be a whole episode that was like the most boring thing in the world agreed this one didn't really have a ton of boring moments like that for me and i did because like i i really tried not to see any spoilers at all all i saw was people talking about like a twist towards the end yeah and um i did enjoy that i thought that was kind of like yeah i thought it was fun fun it's just it's fun seeing anytime or any time that Joe, like, has to be on his toes. Yes. He doesn't do well. No. Well, that's what's so funny about this show, is that, like, season one, I'm like, it's so frustrating that he gets away with so many things. Mm-hmm. Because he's not even that good of a criminal. No. Like, he's really sloppy. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. For sure you should watch it if you were a fan at all of the first season. Of you. Of you. If you're a fan of you. Um... Or even if, like, us, like, we had pretty mixed feelings about it, but yeah. I'm, I think I'm glad it, we watched season two. I think when we first watched season one, we are like, I guess we'll watch season two. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I'm sure I was, because I, I was pretty annoyed when I finished that yeah. season one. Um, But honestly, there are some, like, surprisingly great performances in this season. Yeah. Especially uh, Victoria Pedretti. I need to, like, actually remember her real name. I know. But she's, she's, like, very, very good. Yeah, she is. And there are other, like, fun characters and um, a lot of surprising people. One, I want to shout out Chris D'Elia. Yeah. The comedian, he's in this. And he does a surprisingly good job, too. Yeah, Never really seen him actually really act. And I thought he was good. Yeah. So, yeah. And there's, like, yeah, the weird... Weird cameos. Oh, we didn't really talk about how dumb their names are in this show, but they're really dumb. But it kind of makes it fun, like, pick out, tell us your least favorite names yeah, in the show, because they're, like, they're so ridiculous that it's distracting. they make, like, a pretty hefty joke about how <laughs> stupid their names are, which I thought was funny. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, fine, I forgive you. There were some times when I genuinely laughed. Yeah, same. So yeah, it's, like, in some ways an improvement, other ways not, but still... Worth a watch. Agreed. Especially if you like those kind of over-the-top dramas. Yeah. Soap opera is more like. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be more different than The Mandalorian. But. Yeah. I probably, I th- I preferred The Mandalorian to this. Yeah. But this I did not hate. No, me neither. And if you're lacking a soap opera, they don't really make a ton of those, like, cheesy dramas anymore. Yeah, true. So, fills a void. All right, who was your Christmas crush of the week? My Christmas crush of the week, starting the year right, because I got to choose Taika. <laughs> but did you? I did, because 
He directed the finale, and he even was in it. Mm, okay, fine. And I'll I just was, I was just really impressed with, I already talked about it, I just was impressed that it didn't feel completely outrightly Taika. Yeah. Because he has such a distinct style. Yeah. Um, And even though his, like, physical perfection wasn't featured in it, this just shows how deep my feelings are for him because... <laughs> His, I just respect him creatively so much. Um, but yeah, because like I, it all, it was fun seeing him do so much Star Wars stuff. True. Because he's never done that before. Yeah. I mean, Marvel, Star Wars, I don't know what else you could even do. It's truly Taika's world. We're just like living in it, yeah. I guess. Couldn't be happier. I actually had a really hard time with this one because... I feel like I'm not allowed to choose uh, Penn Badgley. Penn Badgley. I just kept thinking Dan. But he does <laughs> look really hot when he has that stupid hat on. His his big disguise. Yeah. His yeah, huge he does. disguise, well, which usually means he's doing something bad. Also, it's funny because they call out, and this has like been in the promotion of the show. Uh-huh. There's a scene early on in the season where people are like, aren't you John Mayer? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Which is like... It was a very funny. It's funny like Taylor's part. physical type. It really is. It's true. <laughs> I mean, it's most people's physical type because, like, you just have to appreciate a beautiful man. Yeah, but I'll choose someone else. Okay. Um, I would all. I would say that my Christmas crush of the week was definitely Dan Levy. Is that how you say it? Yes. Since I just finished Shit's Creek, sexiest man alive. To be honest, he really is just. He's so hot, so perfect, and so funny, and I just. Really, really, really want to be his best friend. He's amazing. He's so funny. Like, his facial expressions. Yeah. There's nothing better. No. I just can't wait to see what else is next for him. Um, Bonus crush, I feel like the Mandalorian himself is, like, weirdly hot, even though he's wearing that outfit. Yeah, he's, like, true. fully covered. <laughs> it does help that we know who the actor is. Yeah. You know, but there's I just actually, something hot about his uniform. Who it was, and then I was trying not to look it up because I was like, I know I know who they are, but I don't want to look it up. But then I accidentally saw it, and I was like, oh yeah, fun. Yeah, he is cool. But I yeah, love that guy. The mis- the mis- the mystery is a little sexy, I would say. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys got lots of work to do this new year, so mm-hmm. there's no vacation for TV. There's literally never a break. No. So get cracking on those, because I would love to talk to everyone about them. Yes, please, and thank you.